It's just going to be a night on the town, baby. Night on the town. Two tickets for this film. A film? Yeah, it's got theater scenes in it. What's with the sword? Jeepers. Oh, guess what? In real life, when he came here from Ellis Island, listen, this guy, look, I like him. I like him in his life. He did a lot of good work, and he brought authenticity to movies. He's got super, super famous in France. And when they died, like a whole group of artists, you know, fawned. But he was in Germ in Austria and he was in the military and he just fucking ran away. He just went AWOL. He got on a boat and went to America. And when he arrived at Ellis Island, he said, I am Baron von blah, blah, blah. He's pretended he was nobility. And he got into... um Ellis Island records that he is nobility. His first job was a traveling salesman. I mean, he was not nobility. Right. No. Yeah. So he was a bit of a skunk. We watched a movie, Carl, and I know you would remember this, a silent film where the director was so pompous, he threw like a Vaughn in the middle of his name. Right. Make, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. The Staircase People. What film was that? It was like on the rooftops of uh, Hell's Kitchen. Remember they were down and out and they had a ladder on against the wall and they were going to climb the ladder and it was symbolic. That makes me think of... Um, some people call me Maurice. What was that film ooh, we saw? Uh, the Pompatus of Love. But I know you can't yes, be talking right. about that. That's No, no, wrong. no. No, this was, this was a black and white film. You did really good research on it, but mm-hmm. I always think of, like, this guy must have been inspired by Eric von Stromheim. Right, he, right, right. Eric von Stromheim, he, he's a famous director, and I've probably seen a couple of his films. I just know him from Sunset Boulevard and, uh, as, and more of his oversized story because, yeah, yeah, he, he was always a cautionary tale or it was always set as an example, but he seems a lot more complicated. I don't know if he was a dick on stage. A lot of these early directors were, like, just abusive jerks Mm -hmm. putting on these epics without uh any kind of you know standards that we have now not not moral standards but just like a like safety yeah um remember we we were watching the general and he put that woman in a sack and she got carried uh, and thrown onto the train yeah we just last week we watched uh honor blackman get pulled off a boat Mm-hmm. By, by a crane and uh, green grows the rushes. Now, there oh are God. several times in this movie where somebody flubs a line um, and it just got left in. Like, they did not reshoot. Well, that would have been me, unfortunately. I would have been like, ah, oh, my God, you look great in that dress. I mean, and uh, how's the weather? How are you doing? Uh, well, the thing is, in Fishburgers, I kept every flub. It was very rare. Like, once or twice, I was like, you got to do that again. Uh, so I can get like, a flub in? Yeah. I mean, well, like, like I remember you walk in to show Dave Ken- Dave Kennedy his bed tonight was going to be the tub. Yeah, that's go, right. It's a warm, you know, like. and You've you, you mentioned so that before. Right? Yeah, it's gold. That is gold. Look how it says Gabo in, like. Yeah, it's a Gabo. Busted. That's like on The Simpsons when they had the TV show. Yes. Hello, ladies and Otto, I heard you went down the wrong way of a one-way street. <laughs> yes, but I was going one way. Otto, <laughs> Just didn't the wrong you way. see the arrows? 
Yes. Arrows. I didn't see the Indians. That's the line. <laughs> I didn't know it was a one-way street at first. Why not? What did you think it was? Oh, I thought it was that street only way. Otto. Oh. You're a bad boy. You are such a dummy. Of course I yes. am. Why? Thank you, Captain Obvious. But your knee is really pointy. <laughs> All right. Strong up my butt. <laughs> For this next piece, <laughs> I will shoot heroin while throwing my voice. Oh, I hate when he shoots heroin. <laughs> it's a oh oh god oh jeez oh oh hey. he's riding horse. He's riding. Oh, as he does this every night, ladies and gentlemen. I hate so, when. Oh. Can you imagine, like, um, they'd be sitting in the chair just like they are now, but with that forward sleepy droop that you see the heroin people have. <laughs> right he's gonna have fun but every time like he gets uh he gets a high the puppet kind of again the puppet has to moan <laughs> that's a carl and kicks now we're doing funny jokes and oh sure let's hear a couple jokes the sound of the cue music oh, stops. It just stops like cold. <laughs> First talkies. Yeah, look at it. It just stops. It's so cheap. Oh, he blames me for Wow, it's really awkward now. The audience has left. Yeah. I put you here. Now, you know who's. Yeah. The mouth is still going to move, and he can't have that. Oh, yes, he does have it. Okay. Yeah, he has it. Okay. Like in that movie Magic with uh, Sir, what's his face? Uh, haunting. Uh, what's his name? The guy from Transformers. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Perkins. No, not Anthony Perkins. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony okay. Hopkins. Remember yeah, he was yeah. in Transformers in the last no. one? No, oh, I classic, didn't classic. Yeah, he was, he was. You could see the check being cashed in his head when he speaks. It's just like <laughs> this amazing performance. Anyway, he was known for a movie where he was a ventriloquist, and the dummy is even. What the fuck's going on? What's he pulling out of his mouth? Like a magic, a magician pulls out the the um forever um. And while I throw my voice, right. I'm going, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to pull hosiery out of my mouth while I speak. What is the word I'm looking for? Scarves? You know, the... Scarves, yes. Yeah. What's that? You said if you know me, you'd keep quiet. So just <laughs> Oh, wow. Speaking of colonials, 
Courtesy of Mr. William Patterson. <laughs> That's right. Ew, it's Broutwurst. It's, it's sausage, and he's going to eat it with his hands. What's wrong with that? Well, I'm not in public. I, I would have, like, I, I would be in the back row of the theater, not on stage when I had to eat sausage. Now he's doing a song now. His stick is like, he's eating a full meal. Man, what did they pay him? Meals? They pay, yeah, right. They pay him. He's eating board. lobster. He's eating uh, uh, caviar. He's eating uh, bratwurst. Brutenwurst. Now, this was based on a short story called The Rival Dummy um, in 1928. There was some short story named The Rival Dummy. And some of these songs were like on the radio as a result of the film. So do they credit it or they just stole it? They credit. Oh, okay. Um, songs by Lynn Cohen, Paul Titsworth, Donald McNeeny, and Zaney. You wouldn't know. We're not from the 20s, you know. Gotta take a walk across the stage while I pantomiming walking. As you sit in the audience saying, what the fuck? Why did I pay 30 bucks for this? I'm taking a walk. <laughs> now Mary comes in and sees what a mess the place is and she cleans it up. <gasps> and she does some things that are like she used to when um, they were together. And this is going to make, this is going to make Gabo think he's got a shot again with Mary. Uh, the there's a big unfair reveal i mean she when they sat down at the table right. at the restaurant or nightclub whatever it was she should have said hi it's been two years i got married right. she didn't frank, say that <clears throat> i want to be frank with you yeah frank. gabo gabo frank oh his coffee is ice cold you well no that's not true i wanted frank to be frank with me and as a result, there's Frank. What are you doing in his dressing room? Oh, oh. just masturbating. Yeah. It smells like pine salt. What's going on? I was smelling his socks and masturbating. This is like the, the dressing room looks like apartment buildings. How big is the theater? Um, that's a good point. The backstage does seem endless. And yeah. they walk hallways and there are chambers. There's like nobody in the audience hears them backstage. They're like in a different wing. Yeah. And and you can see like magazines and... and um, oh, yeah. You need magazines in the dressing chairs. room. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or here's what here's I can... wardrobe, a whole other section of town. Yeah. Everyone get naked. Yeah. This is an R-rated Hollywood, Hollywood movie. Wow. Guys, I mean, Hollywood. Great. Oh, yes, everyone's they're gonna get take off their clothes. Wait a minute, no, 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 don't put clothes on. Wait a minute, what part of the audience? I, I like being the peepee town audience. All right, now it's gonna happen again. Trump. We're gonna watch. Oh. Whole, look at those typical stairs, you know, because they all do the can can and they like, how else can we show our legs? Let's walk up the stairs. <laughs> oh, oh, now there's Mary doing her. She's singing to her husband, director right. uh, Frank. Now remember, she is married to our director. Right. So maybe this is a film about their experience. Like, back off, you ventriloquist fuck. She's married me. <laughs> it's not. 
I'm in love with you, and that I like to stroll. That's really quiss fuck. She's marrying me. <laughs> that was your line. We're going to put that in the pilot. <laughs> okay, it's called Gavel, right? So, yeah, then suddenly the people in the back will be like, boo, boo. I don't agree with that guy. How could you say that about that terrific ventriloquist? <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot of great things about that ventriloquist. Guys, who said that? Oh, so he's jealous now. Well, who's is the puppet going to get jealous? Puppet's going to twitch his eye. Uh, yes. No, 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 no. The puppet's cool. He's always cool. It's it's Gabo. Gabo's the Gabo. Mm. Now, Frank so was that for the audience? Like, did I know that she was singing to Gabo, uh, to Otto? No, because no, no. I'm in the audience, right? And and this isn't a typical audience. Like, that's from the balcony. Actually, that shot was probably from the balcony, right? Yeah. We are all wearing suits. Let's all get up and dance to a song that was a hit before your mother was born. Oh, they were talking about this song. No, well, um, that was in Magic Bus. That's not what it was called. Magical, oh, the Mystery, Magical Tour. Mystery Tour. They, they oh. come down the stairs and they're in tuxedos. Yeah, I remember. I remember that movie. That movie was uh, a surprise as a young Beatle fan. That was you're like... Yeah. yeah, that would be great if it was on YouTube, if any of them were. Oh, yeah. Oh, if any of them were. I, so the album had, like, pictures from the, the film, like, in yes. the gatefold. And you go, what? Whoa. And then when you see the movie, when you actually see the moving images, you're like, what kind of self-crazy indulgence is this shit? Like, it's <laughs> it's fun. It's definitely fun, but it's... Uh... Do you remember they went to get um, fish and chips, and they were in the regular store of England? Yeah. All I, all I remember is I'm eating a lot of spaghetti and meatballs. Like this guy Jack was like... People and the Beatles were there. Yeah. Uh, we're watching this film, though. Oh. Now we're having more jealousy. Where are you? You're going! Hey, where are you walking? Carl and I paid 40 bucks to sit in the audience watching you walk back and forth. <laughs> we're going to see... Throughout this whole rest of this film, we're going to watch this musical play. We're going and up, then, and up and down and down and up and up. And up. I'm looking at the women for the last hour and a half. I feel really awful about myself. Look how <laughs> out of focus and bad this foot, that footage was we just saw. Yeah, you know, this uh, 1080 transfer looks great, though. Yeah, it really does. And the sound yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, it's a good, a good YouTube. Oh, wow, this is so exciting. Whoa, it's like they have their topless. They have microphones. Videos. They had microphones back in 1929, right? It wasn't this yes. thing where the politician had to like yell out of a, no, a, a cone. paper cone. That was definitely like 1911, 1910. Okay. But no, like at the football. Gym. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, there were microphones because there was radio. It was... Okay. Good old Edison. It's a weird thing about a microphone. It's like we're not – we didn't really invent it as much as we discovered and just – like you talk into a magnetic field that is electrified and that makes – that breaks the magnetic field from your talking. And that is 
there's a wire behind it and it just goes into it. And then on the other side, you have a cone and this, the, it just vibrates the way it vibrated over there. We didn't invent it. It was like, we figured it out. Wait, I figured it out. Are you wearing a wire? <laughs> you have to tell me I asked. Come on, man. Come, Come on. on. How could hey. you ask me that, Michael? We've been hey. partners. We've since... been doing, watching bad movies for the last six years. What makes you think I'm wearing a wire? We were watching bad movies in the Academy. And you yeah, that's back in the Academy. We were, we were a rookie uh, commentator. I think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to talk to my left nipple. <laughs> Testing, testing. Oh, hi, Mike. One second. <laughs> testing. Oh, hey, what's up, buddy? You have that heroin? <laughs> Where is the heroin that you funded? Where's the heroin that you funded? Hang on one sec. Memo to self. Pick up dry cleaners. <laughs> um... <laughs> Whoa. Now they're walking. I mean, the dancing is pretty Moon good. walking. They're Michael Jackson's move. Yeah, I mean, this is like a big production. You got at least 50 dancers on stage. Look how bad they are. So Busby Berkeley would at least have the camera go over the people, and then when they dance, they make, like, interesting designs. Yes. This is um, much better was um, uh, the Mick Jagger film we saw, and they were doing the musical <laughs> number. It's New York Street! Yeah. Oh, he, he, the camera moved in that movie, running out of luck. Did you see that weird film fuck up we saw? Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's kind of soothing to the eyes. It's, it's like kind of like time warp happened. You know, if you went back, I'm serious. If you went back to this time all of a sudden, you wouldn't know what the fuck is going on. Like, it's such a different culture. Well, why, why is walking around stage for the parasol with your love, like, entertaining? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, now, oh. he comes home and he sees, like, the thing is laid out for them, and the shoes are there, and... Mary's here, was here. It still looks like a... Mary, Mary, I need your loving. I gotta... There's One something the... about Mary. Yeah, which I never heard the original song, I just saw the movie. The original song? At the end, they do... Um... Fill me up, Buttercup. Right. Is that... I was... There is some Mary song. I don't know. My brain's a little broke right now. Well, right now it says... Uh... Let's listen if it's, not, if it's not too loud, because they're talking about how nice it is to have her back. Oh, and the coffee's just right. 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 Perfect. She poured it like an hour ago. Where does where did she brew it? Great question. It must have been in the uh, the coffee commissary of the backstage. <laughs> yeah. You know, if they offered these anemones in the front of the theater, they probably wouldn't have folded. Anemones. <laughs> Oh, she left my needle just the way I like it. Filthy. So this guy was born in Austria. Um, I think Vienna. I'm not sure. <clears throat> uh, his 1924 film, Greed, 
uh, is yes. one of the finest and most important films ever made. San Francisco movie too. Yeah. And it was, even though it was a period piece, they filmed it in like with modern, you could see cars, modern San yeah. Francisco. Even well, it was, so it's, it's uh, like a, yeah, it's a six hour f film. I, TCM aired like a big version of it, but it wasn't like the full on. It was maybe in four hours, but he's his dentist and him and his wife are like schemers. And he has an office on Polk, Polk Street, has a big uh, tooth hanging out. And there's actually a bar that's named after it and has a tooth uh, on Polk Street. And, and But uh, I don't know, it has this great scheme, but it's the ending. The last scene is, is in dead. Uh, basically, he, he before he dies, he handcuffs himself to his adversary. No, his adversary handcuffs oh. himself and dies. Okay. And he, so he's like, he's greed, his, you know, to the point where he's like, handcuffed to a dead body you know <laughs> like then uh i actually saw a movie drug war of johnny toe you know the guy who uh yeah yeah, yeah. he did the mission a mission he, he did a film drug war where he ripped off the end of uh greed where oh. so it's a cat and mouse you know there's a cop and there's a criminal and basically the criminal is about to get what he has and he's handcuffed to the cop and, well, and they realize that the cop handcuffed him fucking him over and he looks at the dead body and the dead body is smiling that's the touch <laughs> the director added he made the dead body smile <laughs> Very <laughs> so, yeah and i guess good for the film good for the film yeah it's a good denouncement you know so uh, that's what i like about films uh directors that take other stuff and add to it you know what i mean yeah. like except for tarantino fuck that guy do you have you been listening to his podcast carl no <laughs> Have you been annoying yourself for 45 minutes a day? Well, that is if you listen to the podcast uh, every 45 minutes and once a day. How long is it? Two and a half hours, maybe. Oh, like, my God. That'd be you know, like, Well, hang on. So there's, uh, he, he owns the new Beverly, which is uh, now that I've been living in Los Angeles, I've been checking out. And they have their own podcast. And their own podcast is two and a half hours. His, his podcast is could be like maybe two hours, maybe 90 minutes. I think they, it's a, it's a very professional job, but they don't. Okay. Oh, so she's uh it's not like our show where we're just, well, our well, show, we have a reason. She's being cutesy cutesy. She sounds like Betty Boop, seriously. It's the flapper thing. Now that's a real New York accent, like Long Island almost. Yeah. Look at that flapper. We're just watching a moose move. Well, again, if we're in the audience, if we're in the, oh, I like this show. I'm getting hypnotized. Five stars. I give the show five stars. What a big production this is, man. We're wearing costumes. Da, da, da. Like they're just dancing, wearing costumes and walking around. Like I, the dance is excellent. Greed was eight hours, by the way, at first. Wow. And then All they right. cut it down to four. That's and the version I saw. The, so, like, this studio wouldn't take... Then they made it into two two-hour reels, and then it was cut down even further to a two-hour. And Stroheim hated that version. It's like, you know... So he would have clashes with ho Hollywood bosses over budget and workers' rights and... He would go way over budget. So he found it hard to find work as a director. He became a well-respected character actor, particularly in French cinema. Huh. So. 
he died of prostate cancer in France in 57 at the age of 71. Beloved by Parisian neo-surrealists known as letterists, he was honored by letterist Maurice Lemaire in a 70-minute 1979 film titled Erich von Straham. Wow, and I also realized the lyrics to, to Run DMC is Mary, Mary, why are you bugging? Mary, Mary, I need your hugging. So I, I did get it wrong. Oh, I learned a lot about everything. Hey, now everybody's on the stage. Go that's with excessive stand. Don't take our milk duds. You're on the honor system. <laughs> I hope I get it. I hope I get it. Wow, they got to polish this stage. Is Gabo done? Tricky. Run DMC. Oh, you gonna do is tricky. I would. I'm interested. I to, to rhyme on time. Okay. Now he's making arrangements at a restaurant where he's going to wa wow uh, Mary and win her back. It's like this diner culture. Before phones, man, you would have to uh, use a rotary phone. And then you would yeah. also... If we went back in time, we wouldn't know how to make a phone call. We wouldn't know how to mail a letter. Yeah. We wouldn't know how to go to the laundry. We wouldn't know anything. I would go home. I would turn on It's Always Sunny on Philadelphia, only to realize that it's 1929. <laughs> and none of that is there. What am I going to do? Look at, look like, at his costume. This is a long scene for him to make arrangements that everything must be perfect at the dinner. Well, I don't believe, like, you could clearly see the puppet's mouth moving during the scene. I mean, it's a shitty job, right? And there's I mean, no squeeze thing in his hand. But I mean, like the dummy's doing a terrible ventriloquist job. Oh, of, yeah. he's doing it of the person. Yeah, you can see the little puppet squeezing the lemon, his own lemon, <laughs> squeezing his crotch. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Yes. It's chicken. How is it? It's chicken. Dude on the beat, that's great. This girl named Carol follows Daryl every gig he we play. Then he dissed her and dismissed her. Now she's tracking Jay. It's tricky to rock around. You should you should totally do that during the musical number. I would rather hear you go through the classics. <laughs> Better than their where in the money? No, but where in the money is direct and you get the point and you can relate to it. These are like stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. My love is like web. a spider web. Yep. See how they're up on the web? People are up there. Oh, cool. <laughs> this is Spider-Man, Turn on the Dark. Remember the Spider-Man musical? Yes. Yeah. Accident. Right. They kept falling off the, the ceiling. Now that's Frank and Mary. Why? I need your hugging. <laughs> now, Mary was, um, let's see, her spouse was James Cruz, the director, from 24 through 30. So six years. That's a little That's bit pretty of a good. Uh, Hollywood, she starred in The Enemy Sex, directed by James Cruz, as well as the sound film Break Gabo in 1929. Are you and looking at their crotches? First sound picture. What's that? Are you looking at their crotches? Uh, now that you mentioned it, I see Camel Toe on the left and Bulgy Bulge on the right. <laughs> And they both have flat chests. As of the time. She's best known for her performances in The Docks of New York, The Barker, 
and which earned her an Academy Award for Best Actress. Uh, Check out, nominate me for the Barker, <laughs> the Academy member. I told you about her Gone with the Wind of audition. Yes. She won. She appeared as a small role in Alfred Hitchcock film Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, cool! With Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they go to therapy. Uh, after retiring from the screen, she began a cosmetic line and helped her husband run a business called Ashtrays Unlimited. I have an idea. Mary, hey, hey babe. I'm not <laughs> babe, I told you. Babe was an actress from her old movie. That's right. Come here, babe. How dare you? I knew you liked her. <laughs> after her marriage with Cruz ended, she would marry two more times. We had no children. Uh, yes, very nice. And now you get to watch them get off the ropes, right? They don't put a giant curtain over that. You get <laughs> yeah, they have to go. They have to all step down. <laughs> they got to take the rope off the. Oh wait, next song. Oh, no. Next song. Your love is like another web. How is it? That's just amazing. How is it? What's with the? <laughs> Hang on, I think Fra Frank Smalley's kicking in. <laughs> Frank is Scottish. His name is Douglas Douglas. Donald Douglas. Donald Douglas. Uh, Scottish know. actor in the United States who performed on film, stage, and radio. Sailed from the port of Liverpool in 1910. Arrived in the port of New York. Became an American citizen in 39. A singer, actor, musical shows such, a, such as Footlight. What? Whoa. Wow. I mean, wow. That, man, that's talent. That's like stupid, crazy talent. Here's the idea. You balance your, yourself on my chest. Great Seriously, idea. How, how hard is that to do? And he's That's so fair. close to the hooch. <laughs> well, he, oh, I've seen that on... Oh, whoa! Whoa. That's so talented. God damn it. Whoa, she just rolls right down. And we're still singing... Oh no, Gillis. Oh, you have the chorus in the background. We're angelic singers in the same costume. Oh, you added that? Oh my god, your breath, darling. Oh. So if we were in the audience, would we like so we go back in time? We're sitting here as entertainment. We would be entertained, right? Or we would just be bored out of our mind. I, I don't know. Like when they did that, the, you know, contortion yeah, stuff pretty... and he was holding her. Oh, wow. He popped away. He's got a boner. Oh, oh. Her, she put her lips near it. Look at this. He's, they're doing the same sort of thing. Wow. The control you have to have over your body physically. I mean, she's using his knee as a door, as a resting spot. <laughs> it's so it's got to be so choreographed look at that wow 
Oh, are they singing now in the middle of this? I guess. I still love you. Seriously. Oh, careful, careful. Oh, your breath, honey. Oh, yeah. Oh, now see, we get dialogue saying, You've got to tell them that we're married. If you don't do it, I will. Stuff like that. Would we, as audience members, would we hear them talking about their personal life on stage? No. <laughs> I mean, it's a movie. Yeah, we're flying the wall we, as we get to hear the whole story. Oh, she has, uh, she does have, so she has a bust. Oh, okay. Thank God, girl. I'm going to buy her products now. <laughs> <laughs> Ashtray Unlimited. <laughs> I said. <laughs> Spider-Man. Ah, oh no, not another one. Turn off the dark. Would I go to Central Park <laughs> where Dr. Octavius will wave battle for New York? Dr. But, Octavius. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the Spider-Man musical, like how the, the lyrics for it. Well, there was this great Spider-Man rock album. I loved Tom Crow loved it too as a kid. I think I saw Tom Crow's copy. He's looking in a mirror, right? Peter Parker and and it's a full length mirror and he sees like a reflection of himself. Was it live action? Yeah. Was it a guy playing like it, it was, was a live It was a recording that was a live Yeah, it was like you were listening to a radio show and there was a yeah. comic that it went along with it. Yeah, um, I remember it. I I totally remember it. It was um Walk like a spider, talk like a man. Everybody loves Stanley Spider Man. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. How does he? Oh, look, the king talked to us. Hello. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we would not understand their culture. We would say, um, hi, uh, can you help me? I'm a little lost. Yeah, I'm a little lost. My GPS isn't working on my phone. Say, Bob, you look a little long, down in the tooth there. What? What? <laughs> uh, catch yeah. that your tongue? Have a wang bang uh, I, ball banger today. Uh, uh, maybe. What does it mean? Uh, look at that. I mean, they're all talented. I guess this is interesting. So this is Riverdale. Oh, he has a movie out, Michael Flaherty, called uh, Blackbird, and it's not supposed to be that good. I guess. You yeah, can see where they practice. Look at the stage, it's so worn out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all that dandruff. Um, yeah, it's all dandruff. <laughs> I guess that, uh, I, I'm a, I feel a little ripped off by this movie that they're, they're basically eating Whoa. I mean, they think they're thrilling you, I guess. I don't know. Well, no, it's like home box office. When HBO came out, it gave the Suburbanites the opportunity not to cross the bridge to see uh, George Carlin or cross the tunnel, go into the tunnel to see the boxing match or uh -huh. to go to New York City to see the premiere movie. It all came, the home box office came to your house. Right. And right these movies, like 
to eat lobster and watch Otto uh, perform at a diner at a nightclub <laughs> hey, and then go to well. a theater. It would cost us like at least 20 bucks, you know. Uh, <laughs> 19, whatever. Yeah. And the costumes. So, you know, uh, it's a cheap way to get like your vicarious thrills of entertainment. Like the movies are providing replicants of what's popular now. It's like watching right. a movie now and seeing Uncharted. It's a video game on the screen. I right, like video right. That's exactly what this musical, I bet you people were thrilled to see this film. Oh, oh you know, it's like we going have, into the film. We would have to drive from Patterson to New York City to see this shit. And now we could just see it at the Patterson uh, Old Reiki, you know. Now look, Mary should have told him long ago. Look how she's really acting, man. She's good. Mary should have said long ago that she was married and she doesn't. I mean, it's she, tricky. It's tricky. She said, she said, hi, Gabo. It's me, married. <laughs> Mar oh, and not Mary, married. <laughs> you know, tinted windows don't mean nothing. They know Run DMC's in town. I can't. I can't compare the two songs. They're both equally good. Like I can't say I prefer Mary Mary over. It's I tricky. really don't know Mary Mary. Why not? Only on all their albums. What Mary, album? comma Mary, Run DMC. All right. Good auto acting. Auto acting. Oh hey, Congressman. Oh right. Yeah. Don't forget to vote. Yeah, please forget to vote, America. Okay, keep your woke asses home. Too late. I voted for the Lay's potato chip that tastes like mac and cheese. <laughs> Perfect choice. Yeah. Things have changed. He, you know, he, he's trying to get her back, and she has to now say that she's married. How much you meant to us. Yep. Well, look, he's saying this as Gabo, not as Otto. This is a big moment. But she's still looking at Otto. I think she doesn't want to make eye contact. I missed Otto. Yeah. Only Otto. Anybody else? Is my perfume? So I guess they were sexual partners, of course, right? Maybe he slept on the couch. Did they have a couch? They had a bed in their their bed was their couch. Remember yeah. the living room where he played solitaire? <laughs> left us. We only get out of life what we put into it. Yeah, so Anthony Hopkins has like a demonic uh, uh, hand puppet of uh, ventriloquist dummy that like attacks him and it's due to magic. Should I watch it? No. Okay. It's one of those movies where you're just like... Is it on YouTube? I don't know. It's, it, if you have like a streaming service, like I have a fire stick and I just, I save the for movie. Our show. I meant for our, your show, I'm guessing. Oh. I meant for oh, yo, you're the guest. Yeah, I do musical numbers. Miss Mary? That's what Gabo is saying right now. Craig said. I don't know this song. 
I said, that's my wife. And he said, you married Mary? Why are you bugging? You married Mary. Why are you bugging? Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to learn this song. You're going to have to learn this song. How could I have missed it? What, a guitar? No. <laughs> tell her, tell him already. Why didn't you tell him long ago? You know, this is like the pre-code movie. It's like, you're married? Disgusting. You know, you, got, you had said a... you would eat squab because that's what he's having for dinner with her. And she's saying, I can't go with you. And he's like, but it's squab. Oh, really? Squab? Where else am I going to find a pigeon in New York City? Can you believe that's delicacy, right? Sure, why not? Squab? Seriously? God brought it on Earth to get it shot down. That's why God brought it on Earth? Thanks, God! Thank I'm you. saying that in my prayers tonight. He's been eating lobster, squab, and he complained about the truffles. That's... <laughs> There's no double thinking in, in the 20s, you know? Now like he's not. laughing. That boy, Frank, he means nothing, Murray. Yes. Frank, Mary, Mary. We're married. But you're bugging. Are you bugging? I'm oh, sorry. So he's saying, like, so... The last few years you've been having sex after you were married? <laughs> that is so avant-garde. Uh, Did you use a sheet? <laughs> Otto. This is something with his legs. Yeah, so right. An Otto and George Memorial at... Um, a stress factory in New Brunswick, and there was um, lots of names there. You know, you never heard, you have heard of Otto and George, or yeah, I have heard of Otto and George. I, I didn't realize he passed away. Yeah, he was never on the big screen or TV or something. He was just a stand-up, but he would he was so filthy, dirty, and it was the puppet would just say disgusting, dirty things and racist things, really, really inappropriate. And, and George would drink. He would drink. Oh, while he was performing? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like uh, Mel Gibson in The Beaver, right? He had like a hand puppet that would express his feelings. <laughs> no. George was totally fake. Uh, he, was, right now, is he, uh, is he, who's he talking to right now? Is he talking to Otto? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to get really pissed. Sorry for Gabo. Sorry for me. Now we have a touching scene in which Frank is jealous and he's rewarded. I don't get this show. Like, uh, we've been sitting in this audience. If they're able to have a breakup, a revelation right. like this, this right. that means that... We're going on stage right now. No, they're, but we're in the audience watching, what, 40 minutes of people dancing while this is going on? Yeah. We're in the money. Not that we're in the money again. Okay, I don't have another example. Well, we're in the, no, no, I'm saying as an audience member, we'll be like, oh, God, we're in the money again. That was My actually, hope is funny. Oh, that old line. You know, oh, right. I remember that from Bob Hope. Bob Hope's not funny. We're, <laughs> we got the money. 
that was from the blockbuster. What was it? The Gold Diggers of Thirty Three. So that was after this. That was about um, mistresses and the gold no, diggers. Gold diggers. No, it was a musical review by Bugsy Berkeley, and it was huh. like set pieces. I would see it if you have a chance to see it. It's it's uh the camera moves overhead. It's not just the view from the audience. Okay. It says like movie shit to a theater choreography. So it, it looks really cool. I'll have to not check it out. What's it but called? It, the Gold Diggers of Thirty Three. Okay. <laughs> now she's, we're having a touching moment between husband and wife. During the middle of a show. Yeah. Hey, this is why. Why are you bugging, girl? I can't believe, like, I would be so frantic as a producer of the show. I'd be like, can you just leave that at home and focus on the show right now? There's an audience there. Do you just, like... Call Frank! Curtain call, Frank, you're up next. Listen, I, I don't George is going long, so just, so you can get over. Come on. I'm staying for the finale. Oh, really? I'm Aren't you a performer? Song. Look how huh. big backstage is. Four seconds huh. until huh. you suck. Now he's going to make the audience wait. He's not going on. They can't have a finale without me. No, you don't want to. If you're not dancing and there's a finale, you don't, even though you perform the show, it's terrible when you have to go at the end and dance with the ensemble. The ensemble. <laughs> the assembly, the company. Reprise. On stage for the reprise. Big <laughs> opening without Gabo. Big opening without the great Gabo and two. Big opening without Gabo. Let them wait. Let them wait. Where's Gabo? Quick, get another act. Get another act. I'm going to have to learn this. I'm going to have to. You know, so Charlie McCarthy and Edgar McCarthy and Charlie, whatever. Do you, you know Edgar Bergman and Charlie? I the, don't. Oh, the, look, he hits Otto. Yeah. And immediately, he's like, I'm so sorry. And he's real apologetic. Yeah, Otto goes evil. Look how... No, see... He doesn't Chucky at all. waiting for the killing. I was like... Yeah. Like, Chucky would kill everybody at this point. <laughs> <laughs> look how his eye is missing or sunken or something. Yeah. Suck it, fucked. Oh, come on, guys. Big, big finale. Hey, Finale. Be closer without Gabo. Everybody. Gabo. Everybody but Gabo. Mary Prairie. Wow. Look at this. Look at this acting wow. in the special effect. Yeah. It's Thomas Stop Edison. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I see it all. What great acting. Kick, 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 clam. Shut up, you. Let's listen. All right. Well, actually, I, it's not a good time right now. It's it's not a good time. Okay. Look at the duck, the chicken duck. It's everything, every part of vaudeville. There's Betty Boop again. That's Babe from Long Island. 
more maybe dancing. that's not babe actually no no maybe that's not babe because there's the spider web babe tells frank to go to see the show of gabbo because he might learn something and frank will <clears throat> not frank the guy who's neighbor neighbor reluctantly agrees and the last scene of our film will be them about them talking shit about gabbo all right everyone's on remember those outfits yes there again now gabbo will come out and ruin everything he'll start ranting at everyone to shut up watch <laughs> he'll yell at the audience oh cool so this is where the story and the show collide here come frank and here comes mary it's, just, it's been a lot of time to make sure the set piece connect with the plot that the couple were the center of the of the spider web yeah we didn't cheaply just record some musical thing and throw it up there it really yeah. is the film and it haunts them at the end that's that was kind of cool they show like theater scenes and using special effects look at his girly hat <coughs> Get out oh, of my I way! I am Gabo. <coughs> I read about this in Variety. Gabo, Gabo <laughs> loses shit. Gabo loses his shit on stage. But the thing is, what does Gabo really think he's going to do? Make everyone shut up and say, "Oh, excuse me, Gabo. Sorry, you're right. You can't this... have a finale without me." He's telling the audience. Right, I don't know. I'm confused, Carl. We spent thirty bucks on this show. No nope. tickets. Help! Run away! Why won't they leave? Here, take off that silly hat. <laughs> Look at his dumb pharaoh costume. It's like no, he's a spider. That, didn't we see that Prince Arab Prince film going back? Oh, son of Sheik. Son of Sheik, yeah, it was really good. Son of the Sheik, yeah. Look, he's got a sword out. I know, I guess we, we've seen that sword all movie. Yeah. Okay, guys, nothing to see here. Yeah, la la la. Shit, let's go on. Hi, a flapper. I'm, I'm a flapper. She's from Long Island. She is. Betty Boop was clearly from Long Island, and so was Meowith. <laughs> Who's Meowith? From from Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Meowith feels like from you. Can, I'd have a beer with Meowith. He yeah, and his buddy Meowith too. Do you ever secretly root for Team Rocket when you saw? Oh, all the time. Pokemon? I thought the yeah. show. I used to say like, I gotta go home from after school. <laughs> after school, twenty years ago, I have to go home from work. I gotta check out Team Rocket. They go like, "Don't you mean Pokemon?" I go, "Fuck Pokemon!" Fuck Pokemon! Oh. oh, every time they were blasting away again, I hated that poor guys. They got so beat. when the Pokemon was on American TV, right? Don't they sound like they were, they sound like Snagglepuss? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Jesse was hot. Yeah, it was, it's a Team Rocket outfit. Okay, nothing to see you here. Save the world from humiliation. What was it? Oh, the, yeah, they had the every episode. They had like a little chant. 
Go to your dressing rooms. They're six miles apart. To unite all peoples across our nation. So now Gabo is fired. Clean out your, it took him six weeks to clean out his uh, dressing room. Look how he's holding Otto. I know, it's dehumanizing. Well, he's not human. Oh, he's going to jerk off. Oh, no, no, maybe later. Oh, Frank, Frank, Gabo's leaving. Frank, don't jerk off now. Gabo's leaving. <laughs> oh, Frank, not again. Frank. I got the lotion on. It's too late now. Get a towel, Frank. Gabo. Oh, he's bowing to the audience. Ever the delusional. What? Oh, is this it? Yes. He just, he's crushed. Oh, mushrooms, man. You know, I microdose. I only take one mushroom. There it is. Yeah. A day? It's as big as your thigh. It takes up half the wall, but it's just one. Oh, hey, it's a neighbor. Now, Dave. Yeah, this is not Patterson. This is their hotel. Wait, it is Patterson. Yep. Maybe they were not. What a crazy night. You ever see anybody act as loony? He was certainly something wrong with him. And Babes is like upset because like she told him to go learn something, like maybe meet him and say, oh, I've got a part for you or something, you know? They're totally defeated. Oh, their plans are wrecked. All he's got for a partner is a dummy, not like me. Or he goes, you and me both. And she hits him in the stomach. You know, I was, when I was... Oh, look, they're taking down the sign. Take it down yeah. the sign. And this is how we'll end. Just take down his name and he'll watch it. He'll watch them. Oh, if this was a good movie, they would keep the letters T-A-T and then remove all the other letters until E and D are left. And I'll say the end. And the rate Eat Gabo. Gabo. You want me to eat Gabo? You want me to eat Gabo? Yes, Otto. Eat Gabo. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Can I get my letters? Look how clean the street is. May I have my letters? Look, he doesn't go under the ladder. That's super Right, he has superstition. He has it. Oh, wow. Two guys on one ladder. How many... Polox does it take? Chi-end. All right, Chi-end. I guess the joke will have to wait. Is that like Indian, you know, yoga and Chi and Hinduism? Maybe, maybe it's one word. It's Chen. Oh, it's, it's uh, Shea Gravar. It's Shea, Shea Andi. Shea Andi. Paul, right. wow. Yeah. I, I want to thank you, man. That was really cool, informative stuff. And, uh, Great research, and you've seen this movie a bunch of times. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> well, what did you think of the movie? What did you think of the movie? What did I think did of you, the movie? Yeah, what okay. did I think of the movie? What did you think of the movie? I don't know. I, I, uh -oh. I don't know. Well, <laughs> uh -oh. like, like you're watching it and everything, but then the musical number, you feel a little ripped off, and then. 
at the end, he doesn't like, he just, his own, he eats himself. He wrecks himself. I don't know. I don't know. Was it a positive vibe? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I don't know. I kind of, I guess I liked it. You know, when when there's good talkie movies, uh, I'm always interested and the sound is what I like. That weird crisp sound or flatness, but it was yeah. a good performance. It was a, a decent story. It was creepy, and uh, it was an interesting view. But honestly, the problem is, is that once it gets into the musical number, I don't know, like, I don't know, there's a narrative going on. There's a full uh-huh. story and a love romance, and it takes place in show business, so you have to get a chance to be entertained while this drama is going on, the soap opera. Right. But I don't, I lose track of who, am I a fly on the wall or am I really an audience member? Yeah. And if I'm an audience member, what, and I don't know the background drama, then it's a really boring show because after this <laughs> 18th, 20 number like then they're all great dancers. It's just like the same old, the well, same guess, old thing. If we were from 1929, we were being wowed. It's what we expect to yeah, see. Yeah, because it's costumes, it's spectacle, yeah. it's the bombastic orchestra that kind of overwhelms you. Twirling but, around and up the stairs, and you know, I liked it. I liked it. I thought yeah. he was good. I thought he was good. Like, if I had a chance to say him as an actor, I would say check it out. And Carl, thank you so much again. Uh, it's a pleasure. And we want to give a shout out to Mutiny Radio. Check out their archives for the most recent Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival that happened in October. And you could also check out live shows there on Monday and Fridays that tell that are streamed live. And they also do live shows around uh, the Mission District, around their home base. So you can check out Atlas Cafe or Asiento Uni Radio. That's all we need to know. And then, uh, Carl, we'll be back next week. So we'll see you guys. Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. God, how many? That's ten letters, right? It stands for Let's Watch A Full length is one word because there's a hyphen. Movie on YouTube. Seven words, right? But Welcome. Y and T are initialized, right? Right. But that stands for YouTube. We're, our show is called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I'm glad to be here today. And I'm also proud to resent <laughs> our guest, Adam Spiegelman, your brother. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This show is based on my brother's show. Adam has been doing a podcast interviewing the greats. I was just, it's a cult movie podcast. There's interviews and there's reviews. And the interviews, you go to proudlyresents.com and you look up the guy from summer school. Okay. You look up the guy from ski, whatever. Dean, what's his name at? Cameron? From 19- yeah, that was a great interview. He talked about everything. The guy, uh, uh, Dean Cameron or something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know yeah. he was in, uh, him and his brother were aliens on a TV show in the 80s. Uh, uh, called, um, I love that show. 
the yeah. games of Earth or I don't know. Something like that. But, but anyway, he's very he was very open about uh losing his career in Hollywood. It's very interesting, very funny. <laughs> it's very funny, and the guy has a good box out. So check out Adam's site for some great interviews. Lloyd Kaufman from uh Troma has been interviewed. Uh all the greats. And all the great all the greats. Great, the greats. There's a lot of people. I'm in it too. Uh, and Adam is gracefully here with us. He has picked our movie that we're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. We want you to go to YouTube, watch the movie with us, and listen to our podcast at the same time. Yes, we are a podcast. We are all over. We're known to be airing uh, streaming first on Muni Radio every Sunday at 2 p.m. We're known for our podcast by our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And, of course, we have a YouTube channel where Carl has already synced up the movie and the episode, and you can find that at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what is the movie we're watching? Today we are going to watch Come and Get It, 1936. But that's not what you put in the YouTube search engine, and this is a first. You're going to put in Francis Farmer movie, Okay. Francis, you know, F-A-R-N-C-I-S, Francis Farmer movie. The channel we like is Jogador Profissa of all craziness. Now, if you put in Come and Get It 1936 in the YouTube search, it does show up. maybe, I don't know if it does. I, you, you've got it? Yeah, but it's like the third choice. And like Carl says, it's not titled Come and Get It 1936. Five. It's titled Francis... Uh, Francis, Francis Farmer. Farmer movie, which is accurate, although other people are in it, but, and it's J-O-G-A-D-O-R, Professor is what we like, Jogador Professor. Okay, so um, we want you to go ahead, go to YouTube, type in Francis Farmer movie or come and get it and find the one by that username, which I'm not going to repeat. Because I don't have it in front of me. It's Jogador Profissa. Jogador Profissa. All right, so <laughs> find that link. Enter the link, click the link, hit pause immediately, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. When our special guest, Adam, says go, you Wait. will go. Uh, uh, We're not doing a celebrity comedian countdown? Well, we have a celebrity comedian. <laughs> Rose, we need you to do a countdown for us. Can you count okay. three, two, one, go? And when you say go, 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 go. go. Okay, go ahead, Rose. Uh, give us a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Fair enough. Roar! roar. Immediately we're Why roared at by a lion. You know, there's some movies where the, you don't hear the lion. Yeah. 36. Yeah, like for, for a few years, they just had a silent roar going in the intro of MGM movies. Lane. Ed, so Howard Productions presents Edith Farber's Come and Get It, uh, talked over by Adam, Carl, and Mike. Just want to get <laughs> all the preferences out of the way. This was a book in 1935 called, um, uh, called Come and Get It. And it was supposed to be a book all about how like America, the robber barons raped it, chopping down all the trees and messing up the the waterways and but this film got changed by howard hawks who's the director right into more about the love story and the 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 love triangle and the romance it was more it wasn't it really doesn't pay respects to the spirit of the book okay so she's passing out pamphlets as she falls in love no no, the book was just a book of exposing 
how they didn't care about conservation, wildlife. They didn't replant trees. It was basically a scalding book politically against robber barons. But Boring. Yes. You want a love story. That's yeah. how. Okay. So Samuel Mayer got injured. He had a terrible operation. He had two of them, actually. And so... He was distracted, and that's when Director Hawk said, "Fuck this book! I'm doing oh, a love story." Behind I sent him. Rose downstairs, Carl. But can you guys uh, X and A on the cursing A and the uh, rape yeah. words? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just Family imagine a five-year-old is sitting in here. Yeah, well, maybe we don't have a five-year-old on a podcast for adults, but okay, it's just I'm one man's opinion. Kids movie. Look, there's horses. <laughs> now this is the 1800s, late 1800s. Uh, where our story begins with a young Barney Glasgow. And now he's going to tell all the workers to come and get it. Oh, he says the title? Which is our title. Oh, right away. It's the first line. The title. Yeah. And it's how we'll wrap up our film, too. Howard Hawks is a genius. Spoiler alert. Oh, really? Uh, At the end, he says, podcast, everything is spoiled. Hey, is there going to be a fight? And the guy says, come and get it. <laughs> Good call, Mike. <laughs> What else do you say come and get it? He's for dinner, get a punch in the nose. Mm -hmm. I will tell it. you, but there's a five-year-old in a room. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm eight. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, well, we were... that's a big difference. Big difference. How old are your stuffies? Because we, we want to talk adult, but we don't want to talk in front of young stuffed animals. Now, Barney's like the oh, look at this. of all the loggers, and he's catching someone drinking. And he's giving them the business. Was it maple syrup? Off the <laughs> sap, you sap. Only saps do sap. Well, they God, can't drink. They cut down trees. Yeah, see? Respect. Hey, I'm a land baron. Oh, Whoa, shit. Whoa, somebody. I'm the low budget Energy Robinson, see? He wasn't available, see? <laughs> yeah, now this guy, as soon as I saw this film, I knew his face. So I said, where do I know this guy from? And you know what it is? Him up. This is Edward oh, the, yeah. Arnold. Yeah. Which one? The the lumberjack or the land baron? The land well, he's not a land baron. He's like the, the foreman. He's like okay. in charge of all the loggers. But he will become that guy. Yes. Yeah, Ooh, he chooses. That. This is what I liked about the film. Was that it? All right, the kid in the back. That's Spider from Goodfellas. He grew up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to dance? Yeah, he still when, yeah, he could. He still had his foot. I love like old movies where like guys like that can knock out lumberjacks. Did you Disney's see how he punched? He held his, caressed his face, and then punched him in the nose. <laughs> but I when I it. looked up Edward Arnold, the truth is he's just been an, a million things. The only thing we would know is uh, he was in Duck Soup. He was in Mister mm -hmm. Smith Goes to Washington. He was in 12 Angry Men. I remember him in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He says the line, shut up. Stop <laughs> talking. But is it the filibuster scene? <laughs> Be quiet. Be quiet. Enough already. <laughs> in 12 Angry Men, he played men. All right. Title roll. <laughs> he played number 12. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He played Guilty number God. 10. He was juror number 10. All right. What's he goes? Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. I haven't okay. seen. Him play. So now what we're finding out is 
Barney's ambitious, very ambitious. Sure, he's the foreman, but that's not enough for him, right? He wants to do perfect job for the boss because in the very near future, he's got a bit of a proposal for the boss. So he's like, you men are behind on your login. So I'll tell you what, we're going to double down and do this other lot too to really wow the boss. And if we do, I'm going to throw a huge party for you. Free booze for everyone. Yay! That's the equivalent to now in the office when they say, like, if you come in for extra hours, you get a pizza party. And everyone's like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. No health insurance. All right. well, now we're going to see a lot of timber. Okay. Oh, and timber. Timber. And there are lots of times right timber. by the tree. I just don't get how I don't get mushed by a mistake. Hollywood. Well, well so you say timber. Yeah, you say timber. You say no, but the guy's sawing themselves. What if it fell right on? You don't have a second to get out of the way. No, I'm with you. I don't ever knew understood that. You noticed there was a, a credit in the beginning for logging sequences filmed by a separate person. So they must have somebody who knows what they're doing. Oh, they must have bought this, it, you right? see how close it is to them? Of course, yeah. it's a snake in a movie, but like, what if it started tipping his way? Do you it think is. it's a real tree that they or a Hollywood tree? Uh, well, okay. Oh yeah, that's one of those Hollywood trees. Interior scenes were filmed in Idaho in the North Fork Clearwater River, and we're going to see a lot of that footage. One of those liberal Hollywood trees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those Rob Reiner trees. <laughs> You'll see him getting hugged in the film. Now, here it's like late, but Barney's still working. And he's going to, you know, they're talking about how the river is thawing and they can use it for the logs and they're going to dynamite the ice that doesn't melt. It's pretty dramatic. Nice. He's like, hey, boss, have you heard of these floppy disks? You don't need that logger book. Like, that's old school. It'll never work. Never work. It's a lodger. Lodger. Although they're doing logging, it's not a logger book. It's a, it's a ledger. I was going to say ledger, but I said logger. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong and you're right. It's Ledger. Yeah, you He's write a your... lodger. He's staying in the in that hotel. <laughs> Where you? USA. Yeah, look how old the guy in the hat is. For now. Yeah. like they're both actually pretty old, but he just looks ancient, you know. With the now, this guy, they're probably both thirty-five, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, how old are you here? Right. That's a hardy thirty-five, right there. He that lived. guy's funny. He sick. lived. I was a juror for 12 with other 11 yeah. other angry men. Well, that was in the 50s. You see, what happened is Edward would go on to begin to gain weight. Then he would lose weight. Then he would gain weight. Then at one point in his career in the 40s, he said, you know what? I don't want to be a leading man anymore because I got a diet. So he just let himself get big and took character acting roles. Oh, so in 12 Angry Men, he played juror 12 and 11. Uh, he hey, come on. <laughs> Hello. He filled out both <laughs> seats, but he right. We were going to do 11 Angry Men, but oh, you're such yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Well, I only see 11. Hey, I'm in the room. <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> now, we're about to see about 20 minutes of a or documentary of logs floating down the river and how they go about it. This, this is, is in Hollywood. Logs. They call this padding. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, but after like the first five minutes, you're like, are we really? You see how they make the flow going yeah. themselves so that they can channel. Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I watching this footage, I have to go to the bathroom now. You got a log? <laughs> uh oh.
Are you concentrating right now? Now, what fascinates me in this footing footage is the the workers are so close to getting smushed. Every scene, they are almost getting smushed. When you said we're going to stream a movie, I wasn't expecting this. Ah, we're streaming. We're streaming a movie. You get it? (laughs) Hey, hey! Everyone has a streaming service. Know about Francis Farmer? You guys knew about Fran. How did you learn about Francis Farmer? Oh, I went to Marie Collender, right? Doesn't she have chocolate, Francis Farmer? <laughs> I, I always get... She made I mean, the ice cream, Michael. Yeah. Well, for right. me, it was Nirvana. I, if there wasn't the Nirvana song, I would have no idea who she was. Well, you movie? know how Mike and I saw this movie the first time? Uh, at the Montclair Public Library in the back, there was that little conference room, and they would show movies, old That's movies right. there. I don't remember. Every Wednesday that. night, and then during uh, the day when school was out, yeah, and we were like one of the only kids there, if yeah. not people, no. who would go every I was, week. I was really loud, and the librarian had to suss me out afterwards. He said, "You got to be quiet during the movies." What talking during the movie? Yeah, during the Marx Brothers, that when I was. Oh no! But we they would every Wednesday night they would show an old movie at seven, and we our parents would yeah. drop us off, and then I don't know what they would do. Um, and then we during the day when there was no school, they would drop us off. So this is one of the old movies that we'd see. So that's why you know. you recommend you pick this one. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, like. Honestly, as a kid, I, I was just kind of freaked out by the uh, by the plot where the Edward G. Robinson guy, he uh, spoiler alert, he chooses money over love and then regrets it. Yes, and I was like, you gotta go. Lo- one and he tries to make it right. Can we show a little respect for the actor? His name is not Edgar G. Robinson. He's juror twelve and eleven. Thank you. Edward Arnold is his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so happy uh, day. You see, it's what just going to keep going very... and going, showing us this footage. Ooh, I got to take a tub. Carl, sometimes a log going into something white is just a log going into something white. Sometimes. Yeah, really get to it. Is it this time? Here's Francis Farmer by Nirvana. <laughs> no, no, don't play it. We'll never air this on, on YouTube. Why? Because you it'll yeah. flag us? Yeah, yeah, they'll flag us. Do you see the I'm icon at the bottom is the uh, baby from Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> No, Carl, just on air on YouTube. All Mike. right, Michael. We played It's Tricky, and we got flagged and got pulled. And yeah, the episode it didn't, didn't air. Get oh, yeah. No, it you didn't just... get pulled. So, but Germans can watch it because of some German Something like that, that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this so, is yeah, so you see the time. I, I, I don't know how we sat through this uh, as kids, <laughs> but we had more patience. Uh, I think the moving image kind of thrilled us. Okay, there. now, this director... Oh, yeah. When the, way, when the movie came out, it was like, either watch this or uh, sit home and get a sepsis or... Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, it wasn't That's much choice. Like. You went to the theater and you saw moving pictures. Wow! Wow! Oh, no, that log is coming right at me. All oh. right, here he's making the deal with the big boss. He's saying, they're building the railroad now. They're gonna Ooh. they're gonna make it right across America. So what we should do is get the contract to chop all chop the trees down so that the railroad can go through. We'll be paid to make money. You see? And he's even got uh, a plan for the places where they aren't, like a homestead with, with lumberjacks. And he goes, Well, that'd be fine. And you're just the man to do it. He goes, No. I'm just the partner to do it. And oh right. 
So he gets talked into, if you want to be my partner, because I trust you to really deliver this millions of dollars, you got to marry my daughter. And that's going to be the trade he's making. Oh, hey. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really big on commitment. Uh, <laughs> hey. I'm a lumberjack. I don't know what else, I don't want to say anything more, but you understand my shirt. Now Lumber the reason Jack. that the Jack is right in the name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a lumber Jill. Well, there's a comic called Lumber James, Lumber James, about female uh, loggers. Rose is still in the room, Mike. It's not. No, I, I. She can read it if she wants. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Now, my uh, Adam is married with children, but yet he's still in the closet. Hey, hey, I'm making fun of this guy for being a lumberjack, and I'm the one in the closet. You're, yeah, you're literally in the You speak from, uh, from the screen. No, 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 no more. Now, what I've been trying to get out is Sorry. the Samuel Mayer. No, Samuel Goldwyn. Now, remember, he's not just some company at this point. It's him. Right. He's making it's these it. films. This is well, this is an MGM movie, but it's probably prior to their uh, conglomeration. The merger, right. The reason he chose Howard Hawks to be the director was because his grandfather was a logger, and basically Barney from the book is based on his grandfather. So he thought, who better... That you know, but then Hawk said, I like the romance, I don't like yeah. the politics. I don't like my grandfather as a scumbag. Well, oh, excuse me, right? I didn't mean to say that. Hi, oh, but Adam, maybe you know, so we could do a little humor. No, no, it's fine, we're family friendly. Oh, I'm watching it, we're watching a movie, we're watching kids in the library. We can't, we can't handle that. <laughs> uh oh, so now, no, no game. Now, Barney, oh, yeah, Barney, who's just committed to marrying the daughter left of one. the logger to make no left one. Oh, I was wrong. Sorry. No, that. See, he's always lucky, except for he's got to marry that lady. Okay. Well, sweet. he is lucky because he's going to bet five hundred dollars. Whoa! You know, this is nineteen. 1870s money. 1886. And he's going to win. Now, he just committed to marrying the daughter, even though it wasn't said out loud. It was the implication. But he's about to meet the love of his life, Francis Farmer. Right there. That's right. She Her looks name is like the box. So, Francis Farmer, Howard Hawks, do you guys have any connection to these people? Like, have you seen another Howard Hawk movie? Uh, have you watched another Francis Farmer movie? I've only heard about Francis Farmer. She was very difficult, very hard to direct. And she would binge drink. She'd get arrested. Nice. She was committed to psychiatric hospitals. She she had a really messed up childhood. Her, her parents kind of divorced her and then, in a way, sort of abandoned her. They divorced and, her? Can you do that? How that? Uh, <laughs> they were divorced at a super young age. They split up. They lived in different states. The mother got this job for doing research, and she said, you know, these kids are messing up my job. So she had the aunt ship them off to the dad. They were on the train alone. She had a really hard childhood. Wow. Oh, I probably dated her then. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, Rose is not in the room, so you can say the F word or oh, whatever okay. kind of okay. awful thing you want to say. Sorry, I said scumbag. That was a step too far. Well, bag is a perfectly it. fine word. Oh, and... Bag is fine. Okay, so uh. Francis Farmer is helping. He goes, I'm not flipping this over to see if the thing is in there. You flip the other two over, you know, because he's not going to get scammed. This is just like showing the head how great they're all in. That's really cool. Building clever. suspense. Now, the, you know, in eight, $500 in 1884 is equivalent to $500 in 1884. Yeah, in mm -hmm. 1884 money, that was worth like 500 bucks. Yeah. Like if you uh, adjust for inflation in the time period, it's right. about 500 bucks. So she's giving this, you could put on the audio for a second. You could see how tough she is, you know. Oh, uh, shoot him. Leave it on for a second, Don't. because we're about to hear Love Me Tender by Elvis, but before there was an Elvis. This is 1884, right? So Yes. This is uh, Gomez Adams 70, playing piano. 1870. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah. Thy Tender. They changed the lyrics. In the it's completely different. It's completely different. Um, oh, are you going to sing a song? Give me my umbrella. <laughs> Where's my parrot? It's a pair. Your hair looks like it's been raining all morning. Look at that. Give the guy a towel. Okay, the song is called Aura Lee, popularized by Elvis Presley with Love Me Tender. So we can play this song in the main tune. Now, this was Francis oh, yeah. Farmer's biggest movie. And then on the Ed Sullivan show, like three decades, four decades, three decades later, she'd sing this song because it was her most popular movie. Oh, wow. Was he regretful singing it? No. Ow, my eye. Why'd you open an parasol and doors? Now, I get sick of this song by the end of the film because they play it throughout, my goodness. Imagine she's saying orally. Maybe that will help you. <laughs> orally. Right. Orally. Yeah, right. Now it's an interesting song. Now you're interested. Orally. I'll listen to the end. I want to see how it ends. <laughs> how will we be taking this test, Professor? Orally. Oh, the barbershop's there. How, how, do you, how are you going to take my temperature, Doctor? Rectally. <laughs> see, aren't you glad your kids out of the closet? I can say that now. Can we watch the log scenes now that my daughter's in the room? Yes. Slowly. Now, check this out. I was going through Wikipedia to start off, and it said, Music by Alfred Newman. So I immediately tried to research, what's his middle name? Right. Was Alan. Alfred Allen Newman. That oh, so close. Hardcore research right there. Oh, I what me that, worry? Yes, what me worry. I learned that the East in Alfred E. Newman stands for Enigma. I don't know. Is that uh, interesting? You know Something. they ripped off that, that that face. That face was used for advertising in the eighteen hundreds. Uh huh. Like, you know how they would have like you know Doctor Spiegelman's cure all or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have Alfred really? E. Newman. They reused that formula. image, and then they, for the rest of their corporate lives, they backtracked and retreaded and said like, "Oh, you know, it was a popular image at the time, and like, or it was a coincidence or something like that." But yeah, you could trace it back to the eighteen hundreds. 
kind of hard to say that when the guy's name is Alfred E. Newman. Now, it turned out that Alfred Allen Newman was like, he did over 200 motion picture scores. He did the fanfares, which are associated with Samuel Golden Pictures. Wow, that's big news. He was one, among the first musicians to compose and conduct original music during Hollywood's golden age of movies. Later become, became a respected and powerful music director in the history of Hollywood, his son too. Newman and two other composers are the three godfathers of film music, apparently. So usually I ignore the music because he was Alfred Newman. You were like, what? Let me check this out. Yeah. There was some Mad Magazine songs, right? Uh, they had a, do you remember that? Ed? They would have a record inside the, uh, the magazine. Yeah. I'm going, it wasn't, I'm going berserk, but it was like, I'm going mad or something. I think I'm going crazy. It was like, it, it was a gimmick. 45 it was a uh, plastic uh right 45 inside the magazine you you would separate it serrate it out and it had multi grooves so the song would begin hey it's a wonderful terrific day or something like that and then it would get to a multi groove and it would give you one of three different endings or cool. whatever so it would be like you know my wife left me a rat bit me or something like that it's so i remember the first time i ever put that on i heard yes, Thank you. Thank you. You played the Nirvana song anyway. All right, fair enough. Well, you don't have any Beatles songs to ruin this? Yeah, what about Rolling Stones? Did they, Francis Farber mentioned by Bowie? <laughs> now, look, Francis is putting a Mickey in his drink. Did you see that? Yeah. Who's Mickey? Okay, so he's going to, like, pass out. She's going to steal his $500 of winnings or whatever. Nice. But something weird happens. They he starts up. asking her... Where did you come from? Are your parents still alive? Can you get back? And she gets pissed off. Hey, what are you two? A bunch of missionaries. Come on now. <laughs> and I'm a lady of the evening, He's genuine. He's just interested. And it turns out it, about $150 she could get back home. So he gives her like 200 bucks. And then Sven chips in like 30 bucks, whatever he's got. Fucking and then she starts to realize this guy's not worth ripping off. This guy's a nice man. Right. And so she'll prevent him from drinking the drink. Oh, wow. Why don't you give it a listen for a second? All right. Well, I'm getting kind of thirsty. Well, look, all right, then. Get out of here. better stop drinking. You better take care of She's like, you better stop drinking. Will you get out of here? Look here, man. He's pockets full of money. Some little man sitting over there. You think he's gonna let you get away? I think you're crazy. Well, he's like, she's like, my pimp's not gonna let me out of here anyway. Is he gonna leave the table and his buddy's gonna drink his drink? Like, finally, slurps. You should have written this film. Yeah, I'll talk to Howard Hawks about this. See that? Whoa. Yeah. Now you'd think he'd be like, hey, screw you. But he's like, no. He's like, you're coming with me. I like you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I disagree. Yeah. I'm in the minority. Yeah, Pimp is like, you're not taking my best girl who sings Elvis Presley songs. Yeah, has an umbrella indoors. So Barney's like, here, you sit down. We're going to fight this out. And she goes, what do you think I am? And she grabs her own bottle. Oh, look at this. Whacking people on the head. 
you know, every time there's a bar fight, especially if it's the Wild West, there's a certain choreography that we're just used to. And this is like, breaks all the rules. Look, he threw the chair at his knees. They're fucking rough fighting. Lumberjacks, man. Look at this guy. He does that move. Holds the chin and then slams the head down. Yeah. Bang! Oh! Right in my face. They start flinging (laughs) Oh, yeah, this look at that. Called back later in the film. What a dangerous thing to do. Right in the Ouch. Oh. Yeah. No. Again, another oh, right in the nuts. Oh, boy. the family jewels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my glasses. The log. The log in the stream. This is the most dangerous stunt I've seen. Like, custard pies are less dangerous. They're throwing metal frisbees at shit. Mike, it's a movie. We don't know what's up. Yeah, but I'm saying... Hey, my uh, thoughts and prayers out to the families that were hit by these trades, but there's nothing we can do about the trades. <laughs> but they get um, to free the girl. It's their right to have the trays, and uh, we can't regulate trays. It's defined in the 222nd Amendment. Trade. Oh, well, she settled in. Hiya, honey. Hiya, Ralph. Because she was a traitor. This Wait, was like she a... like a... Was she a prostitute? It's never said. Okay? It's implied. She just sings in cat houses. Singing yeah. prostitute. Well, I don't know that she was, but... Are they all? Come on. Just kidding. So now she's like, I love you. I love you. They love each other. Now listen, Alice. Why it's not a get rich scheme plan. Do you uh, guys know the Nirvana song? Do you know it? Something, something. Francis Farmer. Uh entertain me. It, uh, no, no, no. The, the title of the film is called the title of the song is called Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge. She's not mentioned in the song, but she is born in Seattle, Washington, and that's where they're from. So maybe it says this is the only thing, and maybe it's her. You think in her false up? witness, I hope you're still with us to see if they float or drowned. Our favorite patient, because she was incarcerated a lot. Display of patience, disease-covered Puget Sound. She'll come back as fire, burn all the liars, leave a blanket of ash on the ground. Wow. That might be... He was, that what, 25 when he wrote that? Every 25-year-old knows Francis Farmer. I guess so, if they're from Seattle. You think, like, Kirk Cobain saw, like, a punk rock sticker of Francis Farmer on some coffee shop in Seattle? He's like, oh, just, cool. 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 Oh, look, there's a hole in the screen. In the uh, screen. Yeah. You now, they're off was. somewhere, but Sven has a telegram. Okay? Right. And then it says... My daughter's expecting your arrival. You want to be serious about this partner? It's my birthday. Get down here. 1884. I like how it says, quit fooling around if he's like, stop fucking her. (laughs) Come on, Shane. My daughter's not going to get pregnant or something. Look at his face. He's got a serious dilemma now. Am I going to be a rich, powerful man or am I going to be happy in love? I love like the only options for women in his life are either the boss's daughter or a possible prostitute. Right. Like there's no like regular woman, you know. Look, he's sitting right by the hole. Hello. Looking right in there. They're both there. 
Oh, yeah. I'll show him. Oh, they were in on the joke. Oh, and good night. That's it. Oh, now this is a steam bath, and we know Major it from Chuck. right now. If no, you're Carl, in a thank spot... you for explaining mansplaining to two Jews what a steam is. Yeah, right. Like we don't know what a good. Specific... We call that a Jew, a gym. We call it a workout. Yeah. That's a workout right there. Now I want to let you morons know: if you pour cold water over a man in a steam bath, it is very, very shocking to the system. And Sven will get that three three times. Let me just Christian explain this whole thing to you. Are you Christian explaining? You know, I don't see these boxes anymore. I think during COVID, this is a better idea than being in a communal steam room. <laughs> during COVID, it's your whole life. Right. But no, this sucks. You're stuck in a box and a guy puts cold water over your head every 10 seconds. I'm not joking. I used to go to the gym. My whole workout was just going into the steam room and, uh -huh. you know, and then showering mm -hmm. afterwards, getting dressed and taking the bus home. That was it. I didn't yep. like, maybe, maybe I'll lift a weight or something. Put my pants back on and just get on the bus. Yeah. Now you can't get out of there alone. The guy's got to let you out. And also the cold water's not part of the treatment. He goes, he's saying like, you love her. You shouldn't marry the other one. He goes, hey, put cold water on his head. Don't you dare. And he's getting splashed. Oh, that's hysterical. Hey, he looks so much better. Look how refreshed you are after. Look how great the shirt looks after that steam. I know. That's now, look, in the book, this guy was a huge lumberjack guy. And, you know, the director just said, fuck the book. This guy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actors, Actor for this. The Academy Awards were new. By the way, I hope you come back for the Razzie show, Adam. I think you're going to vote. That'll be in March. Got to vote. Carl's signing up. He's, he's now a member. I'm signing up, yes. I'm going to be an Academy member. So basically, he's like, I'm going to the daughter. You tell Francis Farmer we're breaking up. He's like, what? I'm not doing that. He goes, well, I can't. I don't have time. And he goes, Barney, you have time. He goes, well, I can't because I won't do it if I'm in front of her. So you've in got to tell her. You have time. You have time. In fairness, I'm a coward. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to go. Uh, there's something over there. I'll be right uh, back. In the oven. We don't have an oven. Uh, got to go. Uh, uh, cigarettes haven't been invented yet. I got to go to 7-Eleven and buy cigarettes. Now look how happy Francis is. I would never leave you. <laughs> it's love. And oh, she's baby got her hairs. nice new clothes. Hello, Sven. Where's Barney? Who? Barney. Put on the... Oh, Mike disappeared because his accent is so fake and bad. His, his Swedish accent. Oh, he's supposed to be Swedish? Yes. I never thought that. Yeah, watching this. He's the Swede. And you gonna talk with the stupid accent that is obviously fake? Does he forget sometimes and just drops the accent? <laughs> I didn't know. That's my favorite. <laughs> or you ever watch like movies that are dubbed over, you know, like cheap movies, and they the guy forgets which character he is because he's playing three <laughs> different characters. <laughs> you back with us? Yeah. Oh, uh Rose is back. Okay. So Mike is gone. <laughs> So we have your your uh, limit of Spiegelman. Sorry, Carl. No problem. Samuel got better from his surgeries and came back and saw what uh, Hawks had done. 
with his film. And I'm like, the takeover. Okay, you're gonna take over. Yeah, Can you see the I. film? You're watching the film. So what, what are they doing he... in the film right now? Drinking uh, prune juice. Were you about to say alcohol? <gasps> I don't know what that is. No, like I was saying. Go let Carl speak. Go ahead, Carl. Well, you know, it's it's not important. It's just for the audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I was I supposed, wait, no, did you ask me to come in just not and not say anything? Is that why you wanted me here? <laughs> you want another? Should I get the stuffed animals and give them the headset? So, so. Samuel comes back from his operation and he sees what a debacle Hawk has made this film. He's seeing the dailies and everything. And he's essentially like, you're fired. And he got this other director uh, named William Wyler, who does other films for him. Yeah. And the guy was like, name. I'm not taking over some other guy's movie. I am a director. And the guy says, well, I'll suspend you and you won't direct the thing if you don't do it. So he reluctantly had to do it. He refused to have it say directed by him. It had to be directed by Both Hayes and then and then Howard Hawks and then him. Um, did you see Hayes to the Hayes office? He hated it. Uh, he did about two weeks of work on the film. He said that Francis Farmer was insufferable, awful. Do you see that in her performance? I mean, no, not... I think it's a great performance. I think it's a well, really good movie. Yeah. Well, you're being biased because you're a lumberjack. Because <laughs> of my outfit here? Yeah, and you live in the woods. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do, I do. You, in you, in and you work all day, sleep all night, and work all day, wear women's clothing, and hang around the bars. What? Do you have to do that comedic record scratch? Oh, yes, I remember this. The old Iron Ridge, Wisconsin newspaper. Fashionable wedding. Yes. No wedding crashers hot, not recommended. Wig, wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be the... See, the, back then, she couldn't just show up at the wedding and make trouble. She'd have to get on this train and stay at that hotel and, get, you know, get a horse and buggy. And, sure. you know, she would... To, to get... In, you can't just crash a wedding... Uh, put up the sound, you can hear the fake Swedish accents. What's a fake Swedish accent? Sven is from Sweden. That's why his name is Sven. Everything ready. Everything ready. So she can't marry Barney, so she's marrying the second best man she knows. Sven. Sven. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Like, again, there's only two choices. It's vengeance. The 1800s, hey. right? There's only so oh. many chicks in the town. Right. right. Well, yeah, they're either a nut or a Francis Farmer. And you don't it's... marry her. You marry the farm. That's what you're going to get, the farm. Carl, do you think... the milk for free. She's, right. marrying, she's marrying Sven out of vengeance, right? Yeah. Is a she's doing oh. it for Svite. She's doing it for vengeance. Svengeance. You know, my favorite uh, movie is uh, Smenum. <laughs> the, Mar from the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Svenum. He's the sweetest Venom. Okay, so now they're going to get married, and that marriage will result in a child. 
Okay. Oh, now we're in the 20th century. Right. Now he's 50 years old. Barney is this exactly what he planned. Right. A powerful, respected, kind of robber baron guy married to Emma Louise. So is he going to get his. You know, do you see that? He said he had handsome children despite his wife. That's really messed up. Well, he's that's part of the film is that Francis is very pretty and and the mom is not pretty. Now, look, the mom is not even sitting here, right? The, that's the mother of. That's the grandmother. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. That's another Mad Magazine song. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the mom. I've seen this film three times and I'm just. She doesn't seem like the mom to me. She seems like the grandma. That's the problem. Spencer aunt. The mom really does not play into this film except for a few lines. It's interesting that the opening, the, the scroll said that he's 50 years old now. Is he going to get a colonoscopy in the next scene? What? No, it's the third. It's the, I don't know that they did that. Because <laughs> he is 50. He should get it checked. That's what he's 50 years old. He's not there. He's peeing right now. <laughs> now he's walking back. Oh, I think I have to pee again. He's, oh, he's taking his mail. AARP. I'm not even I'm just 50. Wait, did you guys join AARP? Yeah, he's getting letters from them. Oh, I already okay, joined. Now, this is the daughter of. Okay, we just met the son at the uh, um, kitchen table, at the di breakfast table. And now we're meeting the daughter. And the daughter calls him Barney, not dad. And she's like, don't you say that around your mother. She'll get furious. And then she replies, okay, Boomer. <laughs> Kids today, right? Yeah. So Honey, weird. I'm not a Boomer. I was born 100 years before the Boomers. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I'm not that generation. I was born in 1832. Okay, Boomer. Ah! They do that on purpose. My research about the daughters disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Andrea Leeds is her name, and there's not much here. She was nominated for Academy Award. For this film? Like she, no, no. Uh, it was for something called Stage Door in 1937. She quit. She quit. She retired and became a horse breeder. I don't know. There's nothing interesting there. That happens all the time. Uh, you're welcome, audience. Yeah, you're welcome, horses. She was chomping at the bit to retire. Hey, <laughs> come on. It was the audience's loss, but the horse's gain. So now we're finding out that there's been a telegraph from Sven or Swan, whatever his name is. It's like, why haven't you gone back to Iron Ridge? It's been over 20 years. Now we know why. It's because right. of Francis Farm, right? Lotta. But the daughter's like, look, you're not happy here. I can tell it. Why don't you go back there, relive your younger years, and try to enjoy yourself? Dad, not a bar fight. You, Good lady. Yeah. Good lady. Yeah. Dad, now that you conceive me, I see no reason why you shouldn't leave mom. Right? <laughs> She's not saying that. She doesn't understand that. She doesn't know so about handsome. Francis. Oh, it's the butler. Press card. Carl, what's up with this guy? No, it's just pack, pack some stuff so I can go fishing. I did not look, look up the butler, and he was listed in IMDb. He was not listed in... Uh, oh, here's the trivia. Hated working with Francis Farmer. Uh, everybody says that, Mike. It's no joke. I mean... But 
there's always this image like there is a double standard because oh no i knew this was coming no, i knew this was there coming is. she's of a gender of female so therefore you're going to leap to her defense no i'm she not leaping to her defense assholes she are assholes incarcerated she was put in she was committed to psychiatric hospitals because she's a lady because he's a oh. he was hysterical, Carl. Is that what you say? Hysteria? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yellow wallpaper, Carl. Hmm? Like, what's the matzi with nuts? Um, I'm just saying, there's plenty of dick actors, all right? And I, I just think that it's easier to kind of pinpoint the, the dick lady actors. Wow. So we're doing a, a general stereotype here that we're talking about a lady actor, therefore. No, I, I'm sure Francis Farmer was a terror, but I just, when I hear stories about Sharon Stone, for example, I don't really buy it. Like Lucy Liu got like. Okay, skin. Sharon Stone, Lucy Liu, but not Francis Farmer. Oh, I love Lucy Liu. You, me too. Oh my God, she's so great. Farmer is very nice. I met her once. Very nice. Punch me in the face. But it's. Cast no. in the original Broadway play <laughs> of in New York City, she followed with two Broadway productions, a battle with depression and binge drinking caused her to drop out of subsequent Ernest Hemingway stage adaptions. She returned to Los Angeles in 41, did two films. In 42, publicity of her reported erratic behavior began to surface after several arrests. Okay, her my apologies to Lucy Liu. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to compare her to Frances Farmer. Well, she sounds like a train wreck. How about that? Yes. Well, I probably yep. bought her a drink in the, in the early 2000s. I'm going to cancel my Francis Farmer insurance, Carl. I'm scouring my notes for bad <laughs> things they said about Francis Farmer. Now, one more time. She is a great actress in this film. She carries it perfectly. You have no idea that she's difficult at all. She doesn't do anything difficult. What is that website where uh, Francis Farmer dates? Like if you, uh, oh yeah, you only want to date Francis Farmer. It's Francis like, Farmer only. Yeah, Francis Farmer only. Now that's the son, by the way, and he was a big deal in westerns. That was his claim to fame. As a matter of fact, from uh, let's see, where is it? Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> Difficult to work with. Hated no. working. Had troubles working with with uh, Francis Farmer. You can tell he, he was like, he was just very dedicated. Like when he would yell and punch people, just because he loved the film so much. You can tell he's from Westerns because when he sits down, he sits like this. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Dad. I'm going to go get me some sarsaparilla. What? We don't have sarsaparilla. Um, he, he appeared in Western films exclusively from 46 to 76 when he retired. Yeah, I remember uh, watching Westerns in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did go away, right? He was in Sullivan Travels. He was in Hitchcock's oh. Foreign Correspondent. And he was in The Most Dangerous Game as the hero, which we saw in 32. Yeah, that's right. Do, do you think he had a gun or was he being stalked in The Most Dangerous Game? No, he was the guy getting hunted. Oh, right on. Yeah, he was excellent. I like that guy. Perry Mason. Oh, have a nice That'll trip. Be a, it'll be a running gag. Yeah. Yeah. He'll show up all happy later. Like now he's mad that he Trump. He goes, this office wouldn't be the same if it wasn't tripping. What's in the jars and behind his desk? Your brain. Brains. Yeah, brain. brains. It's the brain from Half Dead. And I need some more cotton balls behind my head. All right. Yeah. 
What? Lollipops? All right. Okay. He does, he does power, talk how many like cups? that. Put up, put up the sound for a minute. This is the son talking about, I got this idea for paper cups. Look, you see how he dropped it? They left that in. They were like, fuck it. I'm almost done with this film. Just... Well, That's why they fired Hired Hawks. He's like, he keeps dropping the cups. This is the guy, most dangerous game. He was the hunted one. Yeah, That's so cool. I'll never work. No one wants to drink from a cone. See, they'll eat ice cream from a cone. But not ridiculous. Ridiculous. If you, don't want to, if you don't want to be partners, I'm going to have to make this paper cup solo. Oh. Very nice. Two Very points. Nice. I tried. Nice. But the first yeah. paper cup was Dixie. I looked it up. Did they have like a poker hand on it in the first cup? Oh, yeah. And underneath. Yeah. I always spilled my coffee because I couldn't wait. Did I win? Well, the idea was it would be those coffee machine, hot chocolate coffee machines that would drop a cup. Oh, and I love pour those. Coffee into it. Yeah. So the cup itself would have a poker hand on it. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Oh, it would yeah. have a lot it of sugar you, in the coffee. It was good. It would yeah. give you four cards, and the fifth one was on the bottom. So after you're drinking, you could see if you want. I could you were anxious. Yeah. Side player. Now Barney is having a homecoming. Barney is coming back. He's gonna find out Ada Francis Farmer died. She he was away so long, she went and died. There's Fen. He can't jump anymore like he did early. He's like, I'm a too old now. Jumping Jiminy. Right. Oh, I'm glad to see you, Barney. Good to Wait, see are they you. 50 now? Yeah. yeah. He's too old to jump? Well, he's older than 50. You look good. Can I offer you some gummy fish? They're from Maya, from Sweden. Yeah. No, meatballs is fine. <laughs> you have any small ones? How do I sit on this? Do I have to build this first? Okay, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I built this house for myself from a box. From a box. I couldn't get out of the parking lot. So Samuel Golden paid $150,000 uh, for the book, and that was a lot of money. And Hawk, because he was sick and, you know, he was uh, in surgery and Samuel was on around, he did a lot, a lot, a lot of budget. So this film cost super amount of money to make. It was a successful film at the box office, but they still didn't make money because the original director it all away and so this edward guy edward arnold became known as box office poison which wasn't fair to him that's not weird now this is the tray that one of the trays they used to break lotta out oh and they framed it well i guess yeah, yeah. does he look uh, like malcolm when he laughs yeah he does <laughs> he looks like our uncle glad to see you again barney Oh, this brings back old times. Oh, excuse let's me. Go through, flipping let's go through some trees. Let's, Wait, were you doing an Irish accent, girl? Yes, I was by mistake. <laughs> let's listen for a second so I can get my sweet. Yeah, get your accent right. Top oh. of the morning. Fucking violins. Back then, they had the violins on set. That's how much money he spent. This yeah. is, he's learning that she died. That's why we have the violins. Well, I guess I won't be cheating on my wife. <laughs> I guess I won't be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. 
I won't need these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Tosses them in the fireplace. Jimmy's. <laughs> you know what? You think Sven has a, enough condoms being Swedish? Why? I don't know. Yeah, Challenger, Carl. That was really that make any sense. Erotica reference. That's all I know. I, I'm yeah. still lost in the woods. Oh. What am I, a logger? So you can tell which director directed what, right? Because one is like in color and one is in black and white. <laughs> Could what you tell? Did. I mean, is it is it like just he Hawks did the first half and the guy did the second half, or was it shot all over the place? Well, it was the last two weeks of production that he got healthy and came back. And that's oh, when wow. he fired him and hired Wilder. But it's there's a dispute. Some on the internet, some sources say 30 minutes of this footage is him, and then other people say 10 minutes. But absolutely the last uh edit of the film is his. Oh, the, the one that got right. released. Hashtag release the Hawks cut. Yeah. <laughs> like this is Carrie, and it's Sven's sister's daughter. I think his name's Svan, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm insulting him. Svan. So they're meeting Svan's sister's daughter, who lives with them. Wow. And her name's yeah. Carrie. And she was going to be our lead in this film, but Francis Farmer showed up and beat her. Really? God, yeah. she must be really hard to work with if she beat her. <laughs> with the stick, but she's got a better to go role. there, but they decided to buy the farm. Now she would go on to have lots of troubles with the House Un-American committees. She was Austrian. She mm. was pro-Nazi. In yep. the fifties, the FBI began to investigate her, <clears throat> and yeah, she was blacklisted, and she died at fifty-nine of a cerebral hemorrhage. And some people say because of the stress of being FBI surveillance and blacklisted, I don't think I believe that. But what's get back to the Nazi sentence? Uh, she she was pro Nazi, you said. Yes, she was a um, Nazi. Well, she was from Austria. Now yeah. this is Frances Farmer now playing her daughter. It's the daughter of Lata and Svan, and her name is also Lata. Oh wait. Well, this is what I love about the movie is that. He left uh, Lada at the age that his daughter, this daughter is now. So right. that's the image he's always had of her. Sven, right. you know, watched her grow up, grow old, and die. So he yeah, has a, So this is he's back in. It's just like a convenient thing, because if the woman was still alive, he would have to see her thirty years older. But that's now right. seeing her daughter is at that same memory that he had of her. Now, twice, watch know. Edward's eyes. He will look at her boobs in this scene. I saw it Hello. three times. Well, I want to call it. My eyes are up here. Uh, hello. I'm not looking at your eyes. How do you, uh, uh, what's your name tag say? Oh, you don't have a name tag. Let me check it out. <laughs> uh, two. There you go. He's right out there, right there. You know what the move is? Is to pretend you're angry and look at it. Look, look. Uh, there it is. There it is. Now they're looking at the ass. This is crazy. <laughs> So uh, they're going to get kicked out of the restaurant. Lada and Carrie are a sort of like sisters. They live together. Okay, watch his eyes now. Yeah, Leary. Not yet. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was a quick one. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was very, it was a glance. Yeah, it was a glance. He got what in, huh? He got what in. 
Lick the finger, touch the uh, twenty early twentieth century. Make sure iron. it's hot. Ah, it's hot. Now, there's something a little contradictory in this film. In this scene, she's going to talk about as if, like, Barney's sexually attracted to me, so I'm going to exploit that. But later in the film, she's going to be like, I would never. I don't know. It contradicts. Put on the sound just for this conversation. And you come along as soon as you can. No, I'll come later. Yeah. Hey, don't mind. Listen. I don't want to be there when Mr. Glasgow comes. But why, for Pete's sakes? Well, if I'm not there and he waits a while and it's afraid I'm not coming and then, and then I come. So she's I'm manipulating. What are you talking I'm going to show up late so I miss. He likes me. <laughs> What are you up to, young lady? <laughs> now stop grinning and answer me or I'll slap you, big as you are. Oh, you and Pa have been dumb all your lives. Well, thank you, Miss Marty. Well, you have. You don't plan or anything. You just let things happen to you. Well, well I'm, I'm not like that. I'm hot. I'm going to fix them so I can walk all over you. He likes me and he can do a lot for me if I just make him think I'm worth helping. I'm Sean Boston's daughter and I've got looks. Okay, right. so that's all I wanted you to hear. Now, later in the film, though, she'll like do a reversal as if, what? That's shocking. I never even thought of it. And 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 the script's not making her, just for this one little scene, she's got some manipulation to her. And then it goes away for the rest of the film. It doesn't make sense. You think that was added by the new director to kind of... Oh, that's a good point. Like it was a note that they had to add that scene later? Maybe. To make her look bad? Maybe. Yeah. Two shots for Sven. Three shots for Sven. You guys want any of this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to offer you guys some grappa or whatever it is. Uh... Now he goes, where is she? And and you see the Carrie's like, <laughs> like, it's true what Lotta was thinking, you know? And Oh, Santos. They named her Lotta because she's got a lot of boobs. A lot of junior. He's right, a lot of senior. Got right, of it senior. is junior and senior. That's right. Yeah. Unless she comes from a long line of uh, a lot of, so be a lot of the third, a lot of IV. Oh, that's a lot, a lot of. I did the whole lot of love uh, guitar riff. Yeah. Whole lot of love. Yeah. Whole lot of love. Yeah. We all know that guitar like Francis Farmer died in 1970 at 56 years old of cancer. That's good. What a jerk. Wow, she's young. Now, when she was young, she won this contest for like scholastic. She was in high school, scholastic books or something. She wrote this whole thing about how God is bullshit. God is not true. I couldn't believe when Scholastic Dynamite magazine published it. She our... won a hundred bucks for it, though, and that's a lot of money in thirty-one. She had to get fifty dollars uh, of God. Like Chaotic, godless world. But later, towards the end of her life, she would become a Christian. You know why? Because she was. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, have to see more. She went to the Soviet Union. 
She did? Wait, During who? During her final year of college, 1935, Frances won a subscription contest for the leftist newspaper, The Voice of Action. First prize was a trip to the Soviet Union. Farmer accepted the prize, despite her mother's strong objections. Fuck you, where were you when I was a kid? Uh, so just don't go to Russia. Fuck went, you, where were you when I was a kid? Uh, she went, she was, uh, she wanted to see the pioneering Moscow art theater. Her interest in such topics fostered speculations. She was not only an atheist, but a communist. The same year she graduated with the degree in drama. When she came back from the Soviet